Hello, friends, and welcome to What the Ale. I'm co-host Alana Ray. And I'm Mama Jay. We're a mother-daughter duo that love chatting about topics that make us say, what the? We also love craft beer and would love to share, share some stories with you over a pint. We will cover unsolved mysteries, conspiracies, urban legends, and even cryptids. So, Alana, would you like to give us a little taster? Yeah. Mom, have you ever heard of the Fox Sisters? I have not. All right. So, the Fox Sisters were pretty much regarded as one of the earliest influences of the spiritual spiritualist movement in the 1800s. Um, so, picture this. You're in Hydesville, New York, 1848. We don't have the right to vote all the good things. Okay. All right. So... All of a sudden, you're in bed with your sister, and there's just bumps and noises keeping you to awake at night. Okay. Everything. All just pop, 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 pop. And so their parents of the Fox sisters were like, what's going on? You know, um, our daughters, Kate and Maggie, are experiencing these things, and it's only happening when they're around, but like... Maybe it's demonic. So they go and seek help from their neighborhoods. So they jump right to it must be demons? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I think they were like, oh, that's weird. And then it was happening all the time. So then they were like, it has to be like demonic or like whatever. And I think kind of what fueled that too is that the sisters claimed that they could communicate with the spirits through raps on the walls. So they could say things like, hey, spirit, like how many sisters do I have? And it would like knock out two bumps or they would say, you know, how many kids does Mrs. Smith have? And Mrs. Smith had like five kids and it would have five bumps. Okay. They would even do this for people asking their ages. And like they would have someone who's like 30 and they would like tap 30 times. So that okay. is kind of weird. Okay. Um, but still that doesn't sound like something a demon would do. Yeah, I mean... I think the parents were a little off. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, maybe. Maybe just a bit. Um, And, you know, so small small town New York, not a lot going on. This story spread like wildfire. Everyone was coming and trying to figure out what was making these noises and what these spirits were. Okay. So the sisters claimed that they had, using this method, communicated with a spirit who was a 31-year-old peddler, and he had been murdered for $500, and apparently was buried on their property. And so people were like, who is this peddler? I don't know who you're talking about, whatever. Did the family know that somebody was buried on their property? No, not that we know of. But then at some point, neighbors were like, oh, wait a second. There was that guy who visited like years ago. And then some even reported that David Fox, the Fox sister's brother, had discovered remains a year prior to the communications. So maybe the theory was like, they stirred up an angry spirit because they interrupted their resting place. So with all this going on, their parents are like, y'all got to get out of our house. You're going to visit your sister, Leah. Leah at this time, I believe was like married and doing her thing. She was Mm -hmm. way older than them. And Leah was like, these bumps followed you, which means that you two can communicate with ghosts. We should make this a business. Okay. So, (laughs) You know, she's the Chris Jenner of the of the troupe. And uh, so in 1849, they did their first performance in Rochester. And this brought them all over the world. They did shows in New York City. They did shows across the U.S. and vaudeville circuits. They did, like, shows in London. And I'm pretty sure they, like, went to Paris and stuff, too. They went everywhere. And the shows were just them asking question of ghosts, and then there was this tapping noise? Yeah, yeah. So they were basically like, we're mediums. Check out our crazy medium stuff. Okay. Um. And 
I mean, this whole time there was a lot of debate over whether or not they were charlatans or they were legitimate mediums. But, you know, this also was interesting because around this time, the Fox sisters' popularity was kind of inspiring other mediums to travel and tour and do the same thing. So it really caused this whole thing in the U.S., yeah, um, if it's a way to make money. Like, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people jump on that. <laughs> right? Um, but so this is kind of the beginning of the end. But Maggie, one of the sisters, fell in love with Alicia Kane in 1852. And he loved her with all his heart, but was so embarrassed by the life of deceit she led because he was a harsh cynic, believed that all mediums were fakes. Okay. And Did she admit to him that she was a fake or he just assumed it was a fake? He believed it was a fake. She, as far as I know, never, like, admitted to being a fake during that time. Um, And he died in 1857, and they were unable to get married. And so, obviously, Maggie was heartbroken and used drinking to cope and lost her sense of self kind of during this time. So, kind of at the same time, Kate, the other sister, moved to England and married a barrister named Henry Jenkin. And they had two sons, and one of the sons was reportedly a medium, so they do, like, mother-son shows over in the UK. Okay. Which is ridiculous. Can you imagine being three and your mom being like, come talk to ghosts with me? Yeah, that sounds like the mom might have been trying to use a cute kid to make money. (laughs) Exactly. But she also ended up kind of becoming an alcoholic like her sister Maggie. Um, And in that process, she lost her husband, and um, she also lost custody of her sons. Um, But they were apparently able to go under a relative's custody in England. It was no big deal. So, basically, we're at the late 1800s now. Spiritualism is starting to dwindle in popularity. And Maggie, in an interview, confessed to New York World that the whole phenomenon of the Fox sisters had been a hoax. Now, these sisters, this is the 1880s, so it's been like 30 years. Do we know what this. prompted her to do that at that point? Um, So we'll get into that. Okay. So basically, she confessed that everything was a hoax and was basically like, I'm going to do a demonstration at the New York Academy of Music, and I'll show you why it's a hoax. And so... Basically, she was given $1,500 to put on the show to show why she was faking the whole time. That's a lot of money to show that you've been scamming people. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and I mean, you figure, like, she probably paid for tickets at the door and stuff, too. I mean, it's strange. Um, But so both of her other sisters, Kate and Leah, were in the audience. um, And... Maggie basically was like, this was a childhood prank that spiraled out of control. Um, and that's a long prank. (laughs) I know like 40 years. Goodness. And what was going on was that they would make cracking noises with their knuckles, toes, and other joints. And I don't know how you don't have like the worst arthritis ever (laughs) at this point. (laughs) I mean, how loud are these cracks that people are thinking they're demonic? I mean, if they're like tapping on the walls, right? Like you figure that's gotta be noisy like and I mean I pop my toes all the time but they're not loud enough yeah to, I was like, gonna say most people wouldn't even notice that when I feel like it's not like controlled enough to be like oh here's 30 pops yeah <laughs> like, you know so and they got some freaky toes yeah I don't I, I don't <laughs> want to know how that works um but she even went so far as to say that all of spiritualism was a hoax not just her you know quote-unquote prank with her sister she said okay. that 
This is why I am willing to state that spiritualism is a fraud of the worst deception. Wow. So she's really siding with her her ex partner or whatever there on the spiritualism is bad thing. And like I said, both sisters were in the audience. So Kate... And they didn't say anything, though? They didn't... So Kate basically non-verbally confirmed according to sources. They were like, she didn't say that it was a hoax, but she seemingly like nodded or agreed with what Maggie was saying. Leah, the whole time, basically denounced her sisters as attention-seeking and was like, you know, your mediums, you're making this up, like, shut up. And actually basically ended her relationship with them. Like, she was like, you're no longer my sisters, goodbye. Wow. Um, but here's some evidence as to why the Fox sisters may have been faking it. Um, one of the earlier spirits they connected with reportedly was Benjamin Franklin. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Ben Franklin, smart guy. Wrote kind of a, a big name. Yeah, you know. Um <laughs> Big guy, wrote a lot of really important things, discovered electricity, all that. Um, But he reportedly had really bad spelling and grammar. And so people were like, these 13-year-old girls are talking to Ben Franklin, and he suddenly has bad grammar, and that's interesting. Isn't he kind of known for his writing skills? I mean, you'd think so. He wrote the Declaration of Independence, right? I mean, I, (laughs) I, I, you know, that's just me. But he suddenly can't spell. Okay. Yeah, and so the sisters at the time, to save face, basically were like, well, you know, the cynics and the bad energy cloud our perception of how the spirits are communicating. So, you know, just because he has bad spelling, we got the message in general. It just, you know, we were off. Huh. So they have a way to explain it away. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's not just you get dumber and death. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that seems to be the main theory that they were faking. Um, staunch believers of the spiritualist movement did believe that the confession was due to Maggie being paid $1,500. Um, because the whole thing is like, she was like losing, like she really wasn't working because of her alcoholism and all of that. So she probably needed some sort of income. And so $1,500 is a lot in the 1800s. I mean, so there's a lot of whatever. And kind of supporting the theory that maybe the whole thing wasn't a hoax is that Maggie recounted the recanted the confession in 1891, hmm. which was about a year later. Um, and people believed her? So people, so again, the staunch believers are very like, well, yeah, of course. She like had her come to Jesus. Well, come to ghosts moment, I guess. <laughs> okay. Come to Jesus. Um but other people are like, yeah, because she literally could not work anymore because she said the whole thing was a hoax. Yeah, so she has to go back to making her money. But I guess back then, you know, no internet. Probably a lot of people didn't even know about them at all. So she could probably go to other places and do her thing. Like anyways. far reaches yeah. type. And I mean, it could still be a sideshow thing. I mean, yeah. most people know that like, I don't know, like David Copperfield isn't real, but they still pay lots of money to see him in Vegas. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Um But that being said, her sister Kate did continue performing as a medium until her death in 1892. Um, Kate passed in 1892, like I said. Hers was definitively like she drank herself to death. Maggie was in a friend's home in Brooklyn um, in 1893 when she passed. She probably also drank herself to death. They were horrible alcoholics. Okay. Um, and it's important to note that Maggie was completely penniless when she died. So they had this huge fortune traveling as mediums, and it was all gone. Wow. 
Um, and maybe her ghost friend should have warned her. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, maybe the ghost would have been like, "Hey, maybe put that whiskey down, sweetie." Yeah. <laughs> um. Exactly. But uh, Leah, in the end, there's not a lot known about her kind of final moments, as far as I could tell. But you know, she married a wealthy businessman and like turned her back on her sisters and was like, "You're an embarrassment to me. Goodbye." Wow. So that's kind of what's known about the Fox sisters. Uh, what are you thinking? Hoax or real? I'm thinking it definitely sounds hoaxy. Like, yeah, it sounds it sounds a little hoaxy. But I really want to know about these freaky toes. Like, <laughs> how do your toes pop that loud that you can convince people it's demonic or it's ghosts? Like, I there, there's something going on there with these toes. I I agree. Um, I don't understand how toes move that way. Like I said, my toes will pop, but not loud enough that people think it's like rapping on the walls or yeah. the floor. So, um, you know, <laughs> I think they need to see a doctor more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of a little taster of our episode. Um, and we'll probably get more into spiritualism. I am fascinated with Abraham Lincoln and his seances in the White House. So... Well, if you stick with us, you'll probably hear more about White House ghosts overall. Yeah, there's a lot of them. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to our little taster. And check out our socials at What the Ale Pod. You can also send topic suggestions to whatthealpod at gmail.com or follow the link in the show bio. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. We look forward to sharing a pint with you on Wednesdays starting June 14th, 2023.